Bombad family, it is me, Jerry, the Cannon Junkie. I am here on a, a lovely, lovely Bombad Friday with my boy, the one and only. We got man, we got it. One and only club is like really lacking like a t-shirt. We need we, that we, shirt. We, we are t-shirt yes. crazy. What? We are t-shirt <laughs> crazy. We haven't created that one. But my we boy, haven't. Scotty Jero, how you doing, buddy? You know what? It's so funny. I, I think. I'm great, actually. I'm doing pretty good. Excellent. But just thinking about your our introductions, it's like I hope by now the the listeners are like, okay, that's Jerry. He sounds like the Ewok, and right. this is Scotty. He always sounds confused. Perfect. Okay, <laughs> because every time we introduce, we're always like, this is like they're like, wait, which one is it? I just yeah, I just think that's who, who who's who's gonna who's gonna talk first. But uh, yeah, no, I'm great, dude. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, these new shirts have been really amazing. I actually just got mine in. I don't know if you saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah, got, I got my, I got yeah. my uh, bomb or my uh, wonderful weirdos design in too. Like, Me we, too. We, I think we are the sole, um, um, <laughs> the sole, propri- the sole uh, customers of the Bombad store. Sometimes, <laughs> well, but <laughs> it's fun to have your own merch. And I, and you know what? Funny enough, like it just uh, people have always. People have always, that's a, not the correct phrase, but people have recently stopped me and been like, wait, are you wearing your own shirt? And I'm like, yes, yeah. I got to, I'm a it's rad. for myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's bomb bad, bro. It's but, bomb um, bad, man. Bomb rad. Well, I, don't know. I love the bomb bad weirdos one. And like, I was thinking I was putting it on, like, what am I going to wear this with? But it <laughs> matches the blue of my members only jacket from our logo Dude, is so perfect. I think so that's, I, know, I think that's I like my it. big inspiration too on Bombad blue. Like yeah. you just kind of like put it, I mean, it goes with our logos and, and all that kind of stuff and, and font and whatever, but, but like just that, that, that blue members only jacket, that teal, yes. it's like a teal yes. sky blue. I could spot Scotty in the middle of a, <laughs> like a crowd of star Wars fans and stuff with that. I mean, he stands out in a crowd. You know, Wookiees stand out yes. in a crowd anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, maybe I give one. you Wookiee. I don't know. Yeah. Well, how about how about this? G. I have this is not a joke. Kate and I have talked about it. I thought about surprising you at some point with a members only jacket. Would that Whoa. be something you'd want? So we can both rep some members only jackets at celebration. Dude, like like <laughs> have really them like nice with, with like a like a patch of our logo on yes. the back or something. Here we like go. Road crew oh, or something. Man. We got to get them for we like will... John and like all the all our crews. Possibly coming yes. with us and stuff. So, yes, dude, that oh, that's well. See, now you're saying it on the podcast, so it, it you know, I you can edit Cemented. it out, but you know, it, but it, it, no, yeah, yeah, we got to see what the goes fans on, are going to expect it, oh. dude. You guys, seriously, um, celebration is going to be here before we know it. It's already like the snow oh. is melting outside of my house right now. It's February, but that's probably just yes, know, melting ice caps and all. So, um, <laughs> global horror, anyway, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> speaking of global warming, uh, um, you know, yeah, we're about to, man, we're about to encroach on some crazy territory here if we're not careful. Um, no, well, so, no. <laughs> I, 
I love you. I love you too. You can <laughs> you can edit this out if you want. I know, like we're, we have a lot of awkward pauses now, more than we've had in a while. That's awesome. I like um, it. Just, it's all the love. It's all the love. It's almost like watching The Office, but not watching. You're like just listening, and so you're like you're sitting waiting. there with bated breath, like waiting. Like yeah. what, who's going to say what, something? Who's going to break the silence? On? What so, is going on between these two? What is going yeah, no, on? it's 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 been quite the week for a bombad cast. We we put out our um our most recent episode dealing with um Sheev and his uh his wonderful um I guess pastomic uh uh choices and escapades. And <laughs> escapades is the right I guess the best word for it. And um I hope y'all liked all the pictures Jerry's been putting out and the video I put out about uh about <laughs> um the salt and pepper song. Uh <laughs> let's talk about Sheev. Um, yeah, it's the, that last episode, y'all, I hope y'all really enjoyed it. It was so much fun making. It was super, super goofy. And, um, that was actually all of Jerry's idea and we really took it and ran with it for some marketing. <laughs> and, you know, and, I'm the twisted sense of humor. So, <laughs> well, or the, 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 the twisted how individual. I met your mother. Oh yeah. Well, the, the, the one thing I like was the photos you were compiling with oh, like Masamita. <laughs> I was and, just like, I've got these like. PNGs of Palpatine, and I found one of Mazamita because, like, some we had talked about him being like his wingman and stuff. So I was like, yeah, "Oh, dude, yeah. I've gotta, I gotta like get some of these put out there." Plus, you really like, you really inspired me with your uh, uh, Sheev's uh, uh, special room, room pictures, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that you posted. So, yes. um, yeah. Well, yeah, and but, um, but you know, Scotty. Uh, by the time what? you're listening to this, you guys will have already seen. I think I, you know, uh, our our brand new. We, you guys know we've gone merch crazy this year. Oh, merch and we wild. have more new shirts. We have well, <laughs> we at least have a new shirt that has dropped in honor of our uh, weird, weird, crazy Palpatine sex sex episode. Uh, episode. Uh, am I supposed to say the word sex? Oh, well, I don't know. Uh, but uh, we oh, have a Palpatine, we, or not Palpatine, we have a Corsant Air Taxi Confessions with Sheev shirt now available on the Bombadcast <laughs> swag store on Public. So go check it out. Go buy the heck out of it. I'm really proud of it. It's Don't got like something me. on the back. It's got the Bombadcast like... Our like our logo, like our, our one of our like logo things, like in between the shoulder blades. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of uh, learning how to put something on the back of a shirt. So uh, thank That's you, pretty cool. Thank you very much. And uh, and we do plan on releasing some more stuff, possibly do, dealing with that episode. I, I have an idea for a shirt of it's going to be uh, she even is a uh, I guess his prom outfit, or I guess his Revenge of the Sith prom outfit. Um, and it's got Rod Stewart's face because we brought up Rod Stewart and <laughs> Sheev's fertility. So, um, I gotta get, yeah, her, I gotta get a, a prom night Palpatine shirt because I, or oh. something, because I, I just, prom night Palpatine is something I never knew I needed in my life. But, oh, but, but then, then here we are. Look at what, you, or look at what you have made. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, I just saw it this last weekend, so I should know the dialogue. Yeah, another answer. time. That's awesome. I that you. I think I was going to try to challenge you to go one more time, so we got the same exact <laughs> amount of viewings. But I, I just don't have the. I just don't think it's worth it. I don't it's know, just, dude. I, I kind of want to, but it's like not. I can't use my AMC free card anymore because it's not like at my local AMC. I'd have to like drive oh, to Grand no. Rapids. But oh, no. that's okay. 
I don't know if that like That's kind okay. of I'm I'm letting you guys know where I live and stuff too, kind of in that in that like you know what part of Michigan I live in. So um, I can give yeah. you his address if, out, if anyone really wants yeah, let's, to know. I live at um, five, no, okay, <laughs> stop there. Um, but we, we've got oh. some other uh, stuff uh, on the horizon, don't we, Scotty? Yes. Well, yeah, and we got we got a couple videos coming soon. Um, we're hoping to have a live stream maybe sometime after Valentine's Day because Jerry and I, you know, we've both got ladies. We both got to make sure they're taken care of on that special day. Um, and we we do plan on um, having a lot more content coming out. Um, in particular, some more short form videos. I got some great things in the work with Eric. Uh, Jerry's got some new ideas for some more. Uh, some and I, everyone really seemed to like the ASMR videos. So Jerry's about to crank the sensitivity up on the mic and really <laughs> take it to town for the next one. Yeah, um, man. We got a little skit idea coming. So we've got some cool things in the works. Look, stay tuned for February stuff because we plan on trying to get. Maybe two to three videos out a month, just new of silly new content. So yeah, we got we got some cool stuff, and uh, we actually have something else I want to bring up too. Um, I don't know how aware of y'all are. This is actually the bombad fact of the show, by the way. But there's those horrible wildfires. They're still happening in Australia. And recently, I don't remember the name of the company, but a company that makes enamel pins put out a pin that had been sponsored by Ahmad Best. And um, I don't know. I, I I know I got mine. Jerry, did you end up getting one or did they I, sell out? I did get one, and so it's okay. gonna be it's gonna be a surprise to everybody when it comes because I didn't tell anyone I was getting it. So yes, uh, perfect. Um, it, it is. Let's see here. I'm trying to find the original tweet. Well, it was on an Etsy page, and as while Jerry gets it pulled up, um, it's crazy. I'm on best sponsored. It. It's like signed by him on the back, kinda, and like. You know, his, I guess they, they print it to the metal of the uh, actual pin itself. And uh, it's a really cool pin. It's, it's literally Jar Jar. Um, it's, it's that one picture of Ahmad Best where he has the visor of his eyes. And it, you see the bottom of his chin and then the top half is Jar Jar. It's an amazing looking design. And the, and the pin beautiful. itself looks beautiful. So we'll be repping those at our next live stream as well. And um, I believe they might have sold out. And, uh, Go support that page. They got a couple other pins. One of them was a suka pin, and it's got the Jawa <laughs> ripping yoke out. Oh, the dude, egg. see, I didn't even so, see that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. But um, but yeah, Ahmad Best. Funny enough, this is the fact really of the show. He ended up liking our tweets. Like I was like posting, you know, um, oh, I had to get this because we're a Jar Jar based podcast, and you know, we're next time we stream, we're gonna make sure we're both wearing it, and then you know, all of a sudden you see him liking our tweets. And, I mean, I don't know if that's some form of uh, approval, but it definitely made me very, <laughs> well, very Well, it definitely happy. means that he likes it and stuff. So yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, the, the page, uh, Scotty, that, that posts this is uh, Nerd Matters, at Nerd Matters, N-E-R-D, nerd, uh, M-A-T-T-E-R-S. Okay. So just all lowercase. So go check them out. Uh, go support them in, in all their stuff. I don't know if they're, they're going to do another uh, – uh, uh, you know, uh, fundraiser or, or something for the wildfires and stuff, but find other, uh, other ways to support what's going like totally. the, just the people who are trying to fight the fires. Um, maybe the people who are affected by the fires and stuff over there in Australia, you know, we got, so, you know, we got some people over there, some star Wars, uh, fan community over there. Um, and people who are, you know, even we got our buddies, uh, Matt and Sean of blue Bantha milk Co- company, 
who are uh, based out of Australia and stuff. So our thoughts are, again are with you guys and stuff, and uh, hope everything's going well over there. So totally, uh, but but yeah, no, go seriously support good stuff like that, and uh, let's let's show people that Star Wars fans aren't just whiny about uh, how blue. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker is that oh, we actually good God. that we actually enjoy uh, or enjoy, <laughs> that we actually are here to to do some good. Support each other, and, and and that's the that was the beauty of that episode we did. We kicked off the year with with the positivity and being positive, and our friends and our fandom, and they were both actually featured. So yeah, just just. If you can find a way to donate and bring you know love to some charities, especially if it's in regard to Star Wars, something you both can mutually agree on and enjoy, do it. And that that Ahmad Best Pin was one that was like I had to get it. Like it went live, and I you know, I think they were like limited limited only. So I'm really excited to rep that at Celebration. I plan on wearing that the whole weekend. So um, with that being said, gee, you ready to get into the big topic, the big discussion? Let's do it, man. Let's get into okay. it. Okay, so recently, I must have been within the last three or four weeks, so many things have came out about the Colin Trevorrow script and story of Duel of the Fates, okay? Now, with that being said, Jerry and I are both in the boat, a boat, that's not the right phrase, we're both in the camp of loving The Rise of Skywalker and really enjoying what we got yeah. and discussing the great things we got with that movie. We're okay? in the boat. We're now, in the camp. We're the, it's a houseboat. We're living there. We're yes. in the neighborhood. <laughs> like we, we have set up camp. We love Star Wars. That's, that's it. Yes. Yes. And we have a bunch of people and, and you know, we, not, we have a bunch of people. We, we know a bunch of people can take this kind of discussion and make it seem like, wow, these guys really wanted this to happen rather than this happen. And that is not the case. This is the we did not get this movie for a reason. And I think the main reason is that Colin Trevorrow could not write Carrie Fisher out of it and find a way to redo it in a sense that would make more sense without right. her being involved, then which is a very difficult thing to do. Right. But what we're trying to clear up right now before we even jump into this discussion is we love what we got. It would be cool to get some things we got from this, but it's not what we got. Okay? This is the duel of fates. Is pretty much almost like it's fan fiction, and it's this weird. It's a, one of the only Star Wars products that I think we'll ever get ever again. That was like truly something that was leaked. You know what I mean? It was like this is like seriously. Colin Trevorrow actually wrote this, and I can't believe that it it somehow got out. You know, right? It is, right. It is again. If a, it's and I mean, it seems. I, I was going to say if it's legit, but it's. It, what am I saying? It's. It's as legit as it can be. Yes. Yeah. And and you know, one thing I will preface this as well. Every movie is going to have to go through a script change. So the things you think or the things that were written down in this actual um, script. Probably, and in some cases, might have not actually happened when it got to production. So right. um, everything does sound really nice when you read it. It sounds really appealing to the fans. Has a, gives you a lot of credit for if you watch Clone Wars and stuff. But at the same exact time, I don't know how much of that would have really filtered all the way through to the final, final product. Right. Um, because, I mean, a lot of that ends up getting lost in translation. And, um, and especially if it's not done correctly. I mean... I, I like Jurassic World. I love those movies, but it's definitely not Star Wars. So I, I don't <laughs> right. know. That's it's it's well, and, and those we are know. they're just controversial enough to be Star Wars movies, though. Apparently, because <laughs> like, exactly. either you love them or you Apparently. hate them. So 
Uh, yeah. 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 Well, um, before we get into it, I want to say one more thing. The Empire Strikes Back script was significantly different than what we got in the movie. For example, Hoth was a literal ice castle. And the Luke Vader thing. Let it go. Was not, let no, it go. Can't hold much. it back anymore. Luke Skywalker like dancing through Hoth Echo Base. <laughs> yeah. As, as it an was, ice castle. It was <laughs> called Echo Base and it was literally an ice castle. So. You're like, well, how'd you, you, how'd know, you, how'd you come up with Echo Base? And Han Solo turns around and goes, Echo, Echo, Echo. <laughs> and then in the background, let it go, let it go, let it go. I like this. More thinking of anyway, a shirt idea. We we got to talk be... about that sometime soon, probably too, Scotty. Yes. a little bit of that Lee yes. bracket draft. Uh, a little bit of that. Action. See, see, that is something that's always been discussed. Well, and and a strange phenomenon with Star Wars films. Everyone, I, we like to pretend that whenever a script like this leaks, is like the travesty, the travesty that we did not get this film, that this or or yes. that how dare you all talk about how some parts of this are cool. Are or, you not, are you not, you know, do you not love what we got? And, and it's, yes. this is the problem. One thing, since the dawn of Star Wars films, Scotty, there have mm-hmm. been drafts and unused scripts. And I mean, for corn sakes, if you go to the Marvel, your Marvel comics app or whatever comic store you own, or you yeah. own, <laughs> if you own a comic store, good on you. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you go and look for the Star Wars, uh, like mm-hmm. it's. George Lucas's first draft of Star Wars done in a comic form. And I 100% want a version of that done with this. Yes, um, of it, course. It's, this, is, this has been a, a phenomenon as long as there has been Star Wars. So I, totally. I, I guess I don't really understand why everyone is so like, okay, I can't say that. I can't say that because if, I'm, if we're going to say like, why is everyone upset, then we forget the fact that we, you know, are Star Wars fans and, and every yes. single inch of this saga, if there's like a little bit of like, this could have happened, we're like, oh my gosh. Like, how many people this are like, Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> should have been Anakin Skywalker, oh, you know? It's it's those articles that, not not to say they drive me crazy, and I know this is not really on point of the discussion, but like, right, right. it's I'm, things I'm getting like that. Off a little bit. But no, it, it plays to the beginning, no, it plays to the beginning of what we yeah. started off with. Yeah. It's okay that we didn't get it. It's okay that if you wanted that, if, if you wanted right. this, it's great to say that you want it. But in regards to the story itself, this is just fan fiction because what we have now is canon. And that's 100% right. lore. And if you're a canon person and that's what you're into, then great. And if you don't like canon, you don't you give a bigger crap less about canon, then you can read this story and enjoy it just as much as I enjoyed reading Pete Fletcher's Phantom Menace book, okay? Yeah. It's the same exact vein now, okay? It's Star Wars. It's something I love. It's something I can enjoy. And especially like you said, Jerry, in regards to Lee Brackett's original script, I mean, for The Empire Strikes Back, it was right. – it's it's something you can still find on the internet and still really enjoy. Right. It, it has nothing to do with, with um, you know – why we don't? We should have got this. I hate this. this is annoying. Right. That that mentality um, is unfortunate, but it it's a lot of people in this community. So, um, well, it's a weird way to address it, but you it's, know, it's the it truth. Needs to be said, yeah. Well, and and here's the thing, though. I, a self proclaimed canon junkie, right here. Like I love yeah. that they kind of hit the reset button because I I wasn't able. Like I was. 
a, a kid who didn't know, like in the nineties, you couldn't just like get an audio book on your, on no. your phone. Like I couldn't get an audio book on my mom's car phone. Like it didn't work that way. guys. <laughs> like it yeah. just didn't. Yeah. I thought yeah. we were at the, I thought we were living in Buck Rogers future whenever like my mom got a car phone. So like, yeah, uh, dude, you know, for me, it was a cool like way. And I was re- I was listening to some of the novels on like, uh, you know, YouTube and stuff like that, that, it, you know, from the old EU. And then like mm-hmm. they kind of Disney hit the quote unquote reset button just yeah. so they could like have like the streamline, you know, this is the way we're, we're going to have a con- continued narrative now. We're yes. going to make sure it all kind of fits together as best we can. They're all mm-hmm. human. But Scotty, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's fun to have. Those what ifs, those where would stories yes. go? And I know there oh, are people totally. who are like, "Oh, we can't do you can't do that with Star Wars because everyone will like moan and complain about it." But maybe a little. But at the same time, I wish we could all look at it as like like you Marvel fans have the what if. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it would, I don't think great. it would be I don't think it would be confusing. I don't think it would be because I, to me, again, a canon junkie. It is fun to look at the what if. It's fun. Exactly. It's fun to see, oh, what could have been? Maybe in an alternate universe, this is the movie right now. And, and mm-hmm. that's what the EU can be. That's what these uh, scripts can be. And, Scotty, I'm going to uh, predict right now, uh, we're not too far away from the future of Star Wars having like a what if type of series if in oh, comics or, or on Disney+. Plus. I, I think I, it's coming. I don't think convinced. it's like a, I don't think they want to try it. I think it's a hundred percent like we can do this and just play. Yeah. And, and that would yeah. be amazing. If anything, it would be 10 years from now. And it's like, what do we, you know, not to say, what do we do next? Not They, I, they already know what's going on next. Right. And well, you continue your main story. Fool, right. Right. Foolish. Yeah. But, but the thing is when you, when you think back about this script and this leak in general, it's it's one of those things like I almost couldn't believe it when I first saw it because it seemed like something we never get and we knew existed, you know? Right. Like and it's very obvious a lot of changes are made from pre to post production because what we got with the first Rogue One trailer, literally like eighty percent of that entire trailer was nothing we got in the final product of the movie. And right. the same can be said for um for Solo, possibly, because Solo had some crazy things that were cut and added in because of, you know, the, the director change and a creative a creative change. And the same exact thing can be said for this movie. So to kick off this real discussion now, how do you feel about the leagues, Jerry? What was that? What When you first heard about it and it was like erupting on Twitter over the past two or three weeks, how did you initially feel about it? Before I got into any of it, I was like... Mm-hmm. Again, I, I, like I just said, I think it's fun to know the what if, but just kind of the, yeah. the way it was getting talked about, I was like, like I don't know. I don't want to hear, like, uh, th- I think the first time I really heard about anything, um, I, I was kind of like, okay, that's cool. Uh, then, Scotty, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, uh, d- uh, was it Rule of Two over on Collider uh, yeah. dropped into the, like, and it actually ended up being their final episode on the uh, yes. podcast, the Jedi Council podcast feed. And I was a little salty. I think I texted you and was like, we I can't believe salty. they, I was, yeah, we were both like, I can't believe they did this. Like the, he kept his own podcast and it turned, it's again, it was their last episode. So of course, like yeah. it, it's yeah. all cool. Um, but it was a discussion on the duel to fate script. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was like, I don't want to listen to like, I think it was an hour and a half episode. Like I don't want to listen to an hour and a half 
of people talking about how this is what we should have gotten and like this would have been yes. way better than whatever yes. we got. And I, I, guys, this is probably going to be my saltiest episode ever, but <laughs> I refused to listen to that at first. You, Scotty, you told me our buddy. I well, told our, you to listen hey, to the part of the Bombad crew here at the Bombad Cast, uh, Bombad Cast Studios. Um, uh-huh. If I may, um, <laughs> I like yeah, oh man, there's a shirt right there. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. We're not that insane, uh, or are we? Uh, um, uh, but our buddy Eric Cotterman, <laughs> yes. our buddy Eric Cotterman, yes. uh, he told me to watch. Told it, you, and then I yeah. Told, he said mm-hmm. yes. You told me. You said he said it was pretty cool. And I know how Eric feels about all this stuff. Eric's got a level head on his shoulders. He's a cool guy. Yes. He knows film. He knows all this stuff. And he said it was a fun conversation. So, Eric, if you're listening, I I went and I listened because of your recommendation from Scotty and stuff. And, and so, it was good. Uh, it was. I, it was. I, I, dude, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun, and it was a good return because. Whenever I used to listen to Collider, this, well, okay, I'm not going to get into it, actually. Scratch that. I'm not, I'm not going to get into it. I thought about getting into it, but I'm not going to get into it. Um, it was a good episode. I agree. It right, right. It was. It was. And I liked how they approached it. I, I kind of wanted to channel that same exact thing when talking about it here. Because yeah. it's important to acknowledge it, but it's also important to acknowledge how it's not what we got. And that's okay. So Right. Yeah. Well, and, I, and how did after after listening and kind of taking it all in audibly instead of reading the script, which I read the script the night yeah. it came out and I hated it. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be <laughs> negative, but like you some people read scripts. I, I hate reading, number one. I don't like reading. Never have same I, here, I man. I'm an audiobook. I guy. don't like it. I'm audiobook, but not even just that. Reading a script, it, it was a cool read, but I don't visualize scripts as I read them. And that might be right. something I I've I just that's why I don't connect with reading. But if I can listen to an audiobook, I can literally see it in my head, I can feel the emotion supposed to feel. But like having them kind of go through the main points and the plot points and the sequences for me really helped me enjoy the script more. Yeah. And if if this was a what if episode of something, I would honestly love to watch it over and yeah, over again because it had some really cool moments. There were really some did. great, great moments. And uh, also shout out to uh, Ken and Joseph over at Force Center because I listened to their breakdown of yeah. it as well. I think they they kind of went over a little bit of the – they had a little bit of the one that, that Duel of the Fates went over – or Duel of the Fates. <laughs> Rule of Two <laughs> went over. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's going to be hard. Uh but but they did they had like they went with the draft that went in a couple different directions and stuff so that was interesting mm-hmm. but yeah they had a good breakdown too so go check out theirs and this yeah. isn't going to be a breakdown this is going to be more of our feelings on it and um yes. I, dude there was like so much fun stuff in there like there were it was after i got done reading or listening <laughs> to it uh-huh. um i remember like being so like surprised the whole time. Like, I can't believe I'm enjoying the heck out of this as much as I am. Yeah. Because like every time, everything they brought up, I was like, Oh, that would have been cool. And I, yeah, it's fan servicey, but it didn't seem, it didn't seem more fan servicey than what we got in rise of Skywalker to me. Honestly, it just was a little more to me. It felt like there was a little more of, we're going to try to tie the entire saga Mm -hmm. and stuff together. Um, mm-hmm. It felt like there was a little more of an, not that JJ didn't, I thought JJ did 
great with that, and I love oh. all the stuff they tied into, especially yes. reading through Pablo's visual dictionary. I get even more yeah. little tasty nuggets, which I think I sent you a couple today, Scotty. That were you did. Just you like did. cool, cool stuff. Some ac- acolytes of the beyond uh, action yeah. going on in there, and, and, and a mention of Bindu. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no, there, there was a... Uh, I love this universe. I love all the stuff. Again, Canon Junkie. And I love to see it integrated more and more, which again, Rise of Skywalker did, but I loved the things that they that Trevorrow pulled mm-hmm. to put in this movie. Namely, do we want to get into the big one or what do we how do we want to play sure. this, Scotty? Dude, no, no. I I more than anything, if anyone hasn't read this script yet or listened to it, go check out all there's a, been a ton of podcasters reporting on it. Like, Just go like look Jerry up one and go look at it. We're know? we're Resistance not going into the Oh yeah, they did do one with um, John Roca. Um um we are not getting into the nitty gritty of every sequence in this. No, Some no. things will be discussed. Other things will not be discussed. So if you're looking for what's happening in this script, you'll get a little bit of that here, but you will not get the play by play. But um, yeah, Jerry, get into it. I mean, that's, Dude, that's fine. The biggest thing and the thing that I kind of thought was I, I would have loved and I don't think it would have been over anyone's heads at all if they yeah. hadn't even watched The Clone Wars was, and you guys know where I'm going with this, yeah. the inclusion of Mortis. That would have crazy. would have made that uh, so much more – that arc in Clone Wars so much more relevant. I know people are like, ah, it's such a uh, like obscure like – Clone Wars arc, yes. it was weird, it was all that, which yes. you guys know, me and Scotty, we love weird Star Wars. I mean, yeah. that's just part of it. But the inclusion of Mortis, man, would have, it would have made, it would have given that more impact. The fact yes. that Anakin Skywalker went there, uh, like, the, just, I don't know, and I can't even really remember everything that happened when they were on Mortis. I don't think they, obviously, the father, son, and and daughter were not alive uh, no, anymore. they were not alive. But but, but just that they went think, there, and, and we had some concept art leaked of Ray looking yes. at the temple, which was yes. beautiful. And we'll, we'll post some of yeah. these images uh, Friday. I mean, you've seen them by this time, but we'll, we'll post some uh, to our Twitter page. Well, I want to get into one thing, too, and you brought it up very nicely. The fact that they had this concept art, concept art leak as well is yeah. – Probably the companion to the script, what made me enjoy the script way more after, you know, seeing the concept art. So it's it's really weird. It's like the the concept art is official. Literally, it has Allsman's name on it. The guy that does uh, all Allsman. I don't remember his exact name. But he <laughs> does all of the concept art. And it's like crazy to see it done and like fully visualize right. what they want to do with it. And like. There's a couple of things in the concept art that like may kind of hit it more for home for me, and yeah, that most recent leak that uh that came out Saturday was one of those. I was like, wow, that is <clears throat> visually it's really cool, but you know I don't know what it does for the overall theme for just the sequel trilogy itself. Right. Like, like I of course the big debate. You know, I wish Ray was a nobody still. They retcon TLJ all that nonsense. I don't. I. They don't really address it in this script, but I can agree to you and 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 go to your point. It would have been cool to see a more of a throwback of things we're kind of familiar with Coruscant, um, Mortis. Yeah. Um, but what we got was ultimately so 
so new and so refreshing for Star Wars in regards to like Exegol, like a Sith well, planet. You and know, it feels more and more like Return of the Jedi. Like the more I watch it, too. This, yes, it, yes. Which I that this this sequel trilogy kind of mirrored that. It was like a almost like a more modern, darker kind of version yes. of the original trilogy. Which yes. you can, you can, I, I understand the criticisms for that, but I, I, I don't know. I really dug that, but yeah, yes. no, it was really cool that in fact, I don't know if you want to talk about some of the things that we really love. You want to compare and contrast right now, Scott or whatever, yeah, but like we can, um, one of the things that I did love was the inclusion of some of those like planets we know, especially Coruscant, because that would have, yeah. That felt like a very real like answer to here's what's going on with the government yes, um, of, of the sequel trilogy era, which I think they they could have used. Guys, we, mm-hmm. I know we 100 percent like talk about how we love these films, but we don't we're not blindly loving stuff here. We have criticisms no. on stuff. Of course, I hate that we even have to say that. But, um, you know, that's. It is what it is, and, like, it would have been cool to see, I think, Coruscant or, or be, like, spend yeah, a little I, time. And I kind of liked the idea of, uh, was it Chance, or not Supreme Chancellor, was it, or just Chancellor Hux. Like, yes. and how that dynamic yes. works, because wasn't Kylo, Kylo was still Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, right? Uh-huh, So uh-huh. he was, like, over, so it was like he almost gave him the chancellorship of, like, Yes. To, to shut him up or something, but... Yes. I don't know, there were some to cool things they do. did with, with Hux there. Um, I don't know. It was it was interesting, at least. I didn't hate it. No. No, and, and, and like you said, the inclusion of a prequel planet like Coruscant would have really showed the state of the galaxy. And we got it. I mean, obviously, right. the first... The final order was supposed to just take over everything, and that was the goal. But, like... Right. We would have gotten, I guess, an epic battle, quote unquote, between the people versus the First Order Stormtroopers, which I don't know. I don't know if it would have been near as epic as what we got with them arriving on the ships at Exegol with all the – like the visuals, I don't know. That's the thing. You you can spend forever just like analyzing what we got versus what we didn't get, what you like, what you didn't like. But like there's no point in doing that because you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. And, um, well, you can even take like it, the, like the thing about the people fight. If you took like the way they it was talked about in the Duel of the Faith script and kind of yeah. applied that to what we got in Rise of Skywalker and like had a little bit we more of it. like seeing the actual people. I mean, yeah. we got it, but like, yeah. you know, there's some things in there where I was like, some of my issues with Rise of Skywalker, which aren't many, it was mm-hmm. just kind of like the pacing and stuff. Like, and I yes. want, I want a little bit more of like, and we're going to get it in the novel, I'm sure. But like, where did uh-huh. that fleet come from? The people I love, I love yes. it showing up, but I wanted more of it, which is that we want more of everything in Star Wars. Right. But anyway, Scotty, what were you going to say though, buddy? Well, in regards to just like this, I don't know, the the moments and things that we like, there's a lot of things that I thought would have been cool. Like you said, the Mortis stuff, the, the stuff that was utilized is actually very cool too. Yeah. Like the life force draining and like Tor Valum, that kind of idea would have been really interesting. And they obviously left it up in the open that if Tor Valum could have been anything, it could have been Plagueis. Now, right. I wish it would have just kind of straight out and said it is Plagueis. That would have been amazing. Right. So, like, that's one thing I always said when we're doing the Bombad buildup was, like, I really hope they reveal that the entire time Plagueis has been, you know, either in the shadows or Palpatine was influenced by Plagueis or Plagueis was least mentioned. You know, so I think what Trevorrow did was 
he did a very good job at at taking a lot of things that fans might have been saying, you know, or mentioning over the years or important scenes and giving them a lot more uh, credence. But no Palpatine in this one. Um, that was that was one thing I thought was particularly interesting. I, don't th- I think he's only mentioned once in the script. So and wasn't there like um, one of those. Uh, uh, what do you call those? The the oh, courier droids like or something? The, oh, no, the, that was the, it. Uh, yes. Real cannon junkie here, knowing what those things are called. So, yeah. <laughs> Sentinel, a Sentinel droid. Yeah, and you know that is that is one thing that that would have been interesting to see, just like a hologram of palps. But I don't know. I I'm ultimately way more satisfied with what we got. And and back to the comparing and contrasting. Yeah, the, there's a lot to be said, in particular about you know, Trevorrow and and the new plants he would have introduced and maybe the new sequences we would have got. Maybe, and obviously we would have got more of Rose, which I would have been very, very thankful for, honestly. That's one thing I can say I wish we could have had a little bit more of. And we might in deleted scenes, but I really wish we would have got more of Rose because I love that character in TLJ. That was, and see, that's, that's something that I really was surprised by was how much from TLJ this took. Not that Rise of Sky, again, Mm -hmm. we don't believe, neither one of us believe that Rise of Skywalker negated or tried to forget or give the middle finger to Last Jedi. You wouldn't have the coolest part of Rey handing off the lightsaber to Kylo through the force, uh, through their force connection, if Mm -hmm. not for the Last Jedi. Um, Yeah. But the things that they pulled from last Jedi that he pulled to put in there, like more, a bigger, a bigger, uh, role for Rose, which I, yes. I, I think should have happened hundred percent in rise of Skywalker. Yes. Um, again, yes. we love the film, but that's one of the most glaring criticisms in my book. Uh, it's just, mm-hmm. it, it really, story wise. And I don't think it was like them be, I don't think it was JJ going, yeah, I, I don't like this character. So I'm no. going to cut her out. No, he thanked Ryan Johnson for hiring her. I just think mm-hmm. that like it was not necessarily the best planning. Maybe they just didn't have good optics on it, and then in, they didn't realize. Maybe in post. Maybe they, yeah, they didn't realize like well, and like they said, they, we we really don't know, guys. We really don't know. We don't. Not yet. What goes on in behind the scenes? And they said there were some like things where like some things with the visual effects went wrong. They couldn't fix or whatever. Yeah, seems really excusey, but at the same time, we're not making films. Most most of us. No. And so no. we, we don't know what it's like, but, but I don't know. I would have liked more of an, a bigger thing for Rose, but I also really Scotty, and I want to know what you think about this. I really predicted that uh, Luke was going to be haunting Kylo yes, uh, after that. that. And this is yep. the way they did it here was the way I thought it was going to go because yes. it, it, it's not like you, 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 when you first say Luke Skywalker force ghost haunting Kylo, it sounds really dumb. And sounds like yeah. the ghost and like Mr. Chicken and stuff. But the way they did it here, like <laughs> with Kylo, like showing up at that Sith temple or something or wherever he shows up mm-hmm. at the beginning looking for like that artifact or yeah. well or something. And like Luke comes mm-hmm. in and it's just just Kylo can see him and he goes, you know, like basically the all that's at the, you know, empty, just like the end of your path. If you keep going this way, like he's like trying yeah. to protect him and bring him on. But just just the fact of. Luke being there, just the way he ended the conversation with Kylo. I love, you know, I love the scene in Last Jedi. You do too. But it's like one of mm-hmm. my favorite scenes in Star Wars where Luke is is saying, you know, see you around, kid. Like he's saying all the things like, I won't be the last Jedi. And 
Yeah. You know, and at the time, it's like, at the time, I wasn't as much of a, a Bendemptionist slash Raylo person back then. You yeah. know, I kind of came to that before Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. But, you know, back then I was like, yeah, tell him, Luke. Like, get him. And like, yeah. stick it to him. I thought he was doing that. But you, it really plays well where it's almost like, no, I'm, I really care about you. I'm trying to, I'm coming back from beyond to mm-hmm. try to pull you to take back, care of you mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to tell you that this is the wrong way. That this is not the way your grandfather would have wanted you to go. And I, exactly. I loved that. So, well, but, but yeah, what do you think about all that well, though? Well, I love, I would have really enjoyed seeing force ghost Luke. And there's that one image in particular where he catches the blade, you know, and Kylo goes to chop him and Luke, you know, That's it, it makes the, parts. you know, I'm greater than I've, I'm stronger than you'll ever imagine kind of feel, you know, you, I will be more powerful than you could ever imagine. That would have been a really awesome answer to that. Like, what does that mean? What is, what does death mean to be stronger than I, you could right. ever imagine, you know? And there's one thing that I will say too. Um, especially in regards to that moment, um, could, would have been cool to get that. But ultimately, I think where the Rise of Skywalker does maybe not even just that a little bit better, but the, the Rise of Skywalker, for me, like, especially in regards to uh, how they handled Luke in the Rise of Skywalker was way more of a Yoda role, which was awesome. And, and trust me, that would have been great. But yeah. The Rise of Skywalker handled the Kylo Ren and Rey dyad friendship relationship, I guess, um, the feud of them so well because it, it let it develop because right. everyone it's, – it's, it's, it's 100% the case they are the dual protagonists of this whole sequel trilogy. You almost spend as much time as with you do with uh, Rey as you do with Kylo. So it's – it's that's one thing I really enjoy, and the Rise of Skywalker really answered that. And we also we we ultimately get to see a really good redemption story. But for this duel of fates, it would have been he would have just been a a you know um, black and white kind of villain. And you yeah. know I don't know if I would have would have liked that too much. You know, yeah, man, yeah, no. That's one of the things that I I really didn't care for was how they they really and again this is like me this is what I would have envisioned coming out and like of opening night of uh, last exactly Jedi. and that's, this that's is what I was thinking I because we had no idea Palpatine was even going to come back into this so this is a hundred percent what I would have done even with the with the again I don't know if I would have been okay with the. The half-hearted redemption. It seems like a half-hearted redemption at the end where it's like right as he dies. Yes, he's like, um, Yeah, you it know. was like a real cop-out, mainly on the character's part. It was just, it would have felt like... Ray Solara, whatever her Ray name was. Ray Solana know? or Solana or something, which yeah. is, it's kind yeah. of a neat name. It, it, it would have been is. a cool name, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love the significance, regardless of how you feel about it, of... Ray taking on the the moniker of Skywalker and stuff, and it can still be her. That's what she could she could give all of her adherents the last name well, Skywalker, yeah. or the, her Order of Jedi could be called the Skywalker. I'm getting really into like speculation no. territory now, but yeah. Well, it it the 
and one thing, one theme I think will stick with me for the rest of my life. When I left the Rise of Skywalker, all I could think about was the fact that Ray denounces her family name. Like she denounces the fact that she's yeah. a Palpatine to then be a Skywalker is so much more, I think, impactful for the for what it means to be a Jedi and what it means to be a character even in a Star Wars, you know, show that right. found family. That's kind of absent from this Duel of Fate script. And and there was some inclusion of very different things in this Duel of Fate script that I thought would have been pretty wicked awesome. Like seeing Obi-Wan, Yoda, and and Luke all together on that astral plane moment where it's like, you know, he's you know, they're they're in touch with Ray, you know. You you managed to find the gray or whatever. This isn't even along the lines of that. You know, but this is where I'm gonna get pretty critical. If you want to see those classic trilogy characters come back, you might as well just watch the classic trilogy. If that makes any yeah. sense, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. That's, well, and, and that's kind of rude. I but. loved that. Was no, no, no. You're you're fine, man. Like we, you're right because as much as I and I was thinking there was gonna be, we kind of got Force Ghost Party. Uh, as they were calling it, um, I think somebody was calling it Force Ghost Party. Yeah, but uh, we we kind of got it with the with uh, Ray hearing the voices of the Jedi, which ended up honestly being way better than like. Oh. I loved that. I think more than if they had all shown up like Harry yeah. Potter style and helped her hold you the see? lightsaber. Exactly, you know? that's what I kept thinking. It would have felt a lot like that because I mean we were already. Exegol, I know everyone's kind of like being a little critical of Exegol right now. I like the way Ken Napsuck looks at it. He says it's almost like Star Wars's version of Mordor. It's like we're exactly in the belly of the beast. Yeah. And it, it 100% is. It's like this, the hidden planet of the Sith, mm-hmm. not the planet, of, not the home world. No. Home world is Moraband slash yeah. Korriban. We know this. Yeah. Um, but just like, I don't know, the, what we got with it being Ray. <laughs> By her own power, but also being encouraged by these voices from the past to go, no, you're doing what you need to do. Stand up. Keep going. You got this. You're finally hearing us. You are. And honestly, what it means is she was, she's a Jedi at that point. Yes. Yes. She is 100% Jedi Knight Rey. uh, Rey Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, I don't know. We're just going to end up talking about Rise of Skywalker again. (laughs) We love it. Yeah. there were, I don't know, there were some really cool things that they really did pull uh, from TLJ for this. Yes. There was a lot of cool tie-ins that they did from the entire saga. Um, yeah. The fact that, that Hux had, like, I kind of liked that Hux had uh, Mace Windu's lightsaber. Yes, yes. I thought that was kind of, it was interesting. And again, fan servicey, but it would have also been, you wouldn't have had to say anything about it. Mm-mm. We all just would have been like, wait, 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 wait. That was a purple lightsaber. He yeah. has, he has, yeah. that's, that's Mace Windu's. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, there's, I don't know, man. There's so much, and there's, the concept art is is just amazing. It's it's wild, and and there's there's something that can be said about this script that that would have been really magical, and I think it would have been the fact that Carrie Fisher would be still around, and she would have nailed right. it, and it was her oh, movie, yeah. and it was about her. Like they they would have almost, I think, quite literally, they were gonna redo the holog- hologram sequence again, and. It dropped yeah. a week before she died and, like, dropped. They finished it a week before she died. But like, right, they finished the first draft, right. I think the only – this is the unfortunate part of life is is they had to kind of scrap this because of someone's passing. And right. I don't think they would have – recasting uh, 
It would have been no, interesting. I don't, it would have been like, interesting. When but we it, were all talking about it whenever the, everything kind of first went down, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, just because that's, I mean, your mind wonders whenever something like, whenever we, whenever you lose someone integral yes. to, to something like Carrie yes. was to, to Star Wars. Uh, but I don't, do, Scott, do you think that if Carrie were still with us today, would we have gotten Duel of the Fates instead of Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. I really do. I, I'm kind of there too. I, I kind of think that this is what we would have gotten. But um, I'm glad for other yeah. reasons that we not. You know, I'm glad that we got. No, no, what we we're got, not. Though, we, gosh, we we miss Carrie. All of us miss Carrie every day. Yes, but but the fact that they were able to do something with her, which I, I mean, say what you will, I they did what they could with what they had, and they did they tried to do something that like honored Carrie's legacy, and yes. I, I feel like they did. Oh, 100%. Um, Especially with her passing. And, yeah. And I, I think they did something very beautiful with it. And uh, again, your mileage may vary on that, but I don't know. It, it, it's, it's tragic the way things went down, but I, I think we got the best product we could have gotten with that. I don't think recasting would have been. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that would have sat. Well, I think that would have sat worse with people. Oh, hundred uh, percent. You know, if it's because it, it would have been like I know people were saying like, oh, um, um, who were they saying should should uh, replace Sigourney Carrie Weaver right at the beginning? No? Well, no, no, not Sigourney Weaver. There was like someone else that um, um, uh, Academy Award winning actress Meryl Streep. Uh, Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. People were saying to me, I would have been sitting there going like, that's Meryl Streep. That's not Princess that's Leia. Exactly. And, and for a show, for a series that prides themselves on having the original actors come back and play a role, you know, besides Alec, right. Alec Guinness is the only exception because they chose someone younger. Okay. So right. That, well, and that, Han Solo too, even, you know, yeah, Han Solo's on the, well, I, I still can't believe they pulled it off. Let's be honest. Like, that's like, yeah, it's so shocked. Like when I look at solo and I see the poster for it, I have a poster right behind me. I look at it, I'm like, my God, they did it. So that's, that's Han Solo. But yeah, they went yeah. younger. That's the difference is they went right. younger with it. And like, I'm, I, I think going older would have been really weird. You know, like if, if Carrie had died in the eighties and they would have done Meryl Streep in 2015, that actually wouldn't have been as bad. But since you started it with Carrie Fisher, it's almost like you had to wrap it up with Carrie Fisher. You, you need to, you need to, for the sake of Carrie yes. and her family and the, the legacy that, that, I mean, my goodness, Carrie's legacy is just as big as, as uh, Mark and, and Harrison's, you mm-hmm. know, on that. I'd say even probably the biggest now, like she's just, uh, Carrie 100%. was just someone, she was someone special and it's just, I'm going to start getting sad again. And, you know, you've got that wonderful, um, Princess Leia poster yeah. behind you from uh, from was it 2016, 2017? 2017, yeah. Twenty uh, Celebration Orlando, mm-hmm. and that is just a beautiful print. It and is. Uh, gosh, you know, again, this is turning into like a we miss Carrie Fisher thing, but that's okay because <laughs> but that's part man, of it. Carrie's Carrie's the best man. That's why this did one hundred percent. That is, it did. That's happen. why this exists. There's no way it would. It I just, that's the one thing I will say. It's. This script would have happened if she was alive, and since she is not alive, it did not happen. And that's that's something that Star Wars fans might be bitter about, and they might have to deal with for the rest of their life. And and <laughs> I don't know. I've I've frankly, like I said at the beginning of this discussion, would have loved to have seen this script. It would have been pretty cool. Now, yeah. what I got, I think I'm actually would have really enjoyed more. But it's 
how it's executed. It's how it would have been executed. Like I said, 100%, yeah. pre-production and post-production were totally different things. We don't even know if this is a rewritten script. This could literally be the very first draft. And like it's been proven time and time again, right. that first draft ain't never the draft you're going to get at the end of the movie. And it seemed... Honestly, this when I read it, this draft seemed like the movie would have been five hours. Like there's so many crazy <laughs> things that are happening. Like yeah, it went it, all over the place. Oh, it's wild. And like the I opening sequence, we can't get. We're getting into like we, we we don't really like we can't really get into like every little bit. But like yeah. the opening sequence of them stealing the star destroyer from the Kuat yes. uh, shipyards, yes, was amazing. Yes, uh, like, that would have. I feel like that would have taken like. 40 minutes. I don't know. That's, oh, dude. It, yeah, yeah. It was going to be like a Jabba the Hutt sail bar, like Jabba yeah. the Hutt rescuing Han Solo yeah. style sequence, which that's is a 45 minute really sequence. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but still, um, it, it was like, there was so much in this movie. There was so much. It, it would have, uh, it's like you could have done two movies to end this again, yeah. but I'm glad they kept it to the trilogy because I, too. I, I just... I, I don't know. I dig that now we have the trilogy of trilogies and, yep. and they did it. And yep. so, but, um, I, I have to Scotty and I know we're kind of like maybe wrapping it up a little yeah. bit here, but, um, <laughs> uh, I have to say, I, I am not. And uh, maybe I have to say sorry to, to our good buddy, Scott Gibson, because I know <laughs> Gibby is really kind of a proponent for this. I'm not a big fan of double bladed lightsaber Ray. Yeah, I'm just I I think that feels too like uh, gimmicky for like I, I know they exist in the world and stuff. I'm of just course. like I, I love it with Darth Maul and I love it with Pankra. I love that they exist and Jedi can have them. Yes, but just I love the the hero of the story having more of a. It seems more like a secondary character thing to have like mm-hmm. the double bladed mm-hmm. and like the hero having the Excalibur like yes. the one blade because I don't need I don't know anyway. I'm not a fan of well, with the double blade. Well, I'd say, I, although I thought it was cool that she integrated the Skywalker saber. Yes. Uh, that with is, staff. That that is cool. cool, but it, I kind of want to go back to the Ray thing too. I don't think this story would have done much for her character, only because yeah, at no much. point does it show her conflict as a person. It just shows that that you know she's she's a good, compassionate person. But it would have made her Return of the Jedi Luke, which is like a reborn Luke, and that was cool for that yeah. movie because that character needed it. But I love that Ray progressed and accepted a lot of things in the rise of Skywalker that, you know, we otherwise wouldn't have gotten, you know, without it. Because, because Duel of Fates honestly had no point, like was maybe how I read it. And that's a different thing. Maybe how I read it. It didn't change your (laughs) character Well, we're getting, we're getting bits and pieces too. And it, again, first and second drafts are not, no, uh, I don't even think it was even a second draft. It was just like, Yeah. There's no like, yeah, you're right though. It was kind of like, here's a bunch of cool Star Wars stuff. Yes, yes, <laughs> and it was cool. But I don't know. When I think about the sequel trilogy, I think about hearing Ray's theme for the first time and yeah. having it in with her, yeah, with the whole training a whole nother, you know, l- a group of Jedi. And that was original. That was supposed to be the original shot. Is BB-8 rolling off and like she's looking at the temple and she's admiring the temple. You know what? As as cool as that would have been, I just feel like fifteen years from now we've got Ray and her Je- a Jedi apprentice betrayed her. Yeah, and, you we're know, I, probably gonna get like some kind of we're we're getting sequels to these movies with those new characters. Yes, I mean, yes, 
they they're not going to not do it. No. Like, why would no. they? There's there's so much fertile ground to keep going. Exactly. This is just basically the whole point of the sequel trilogy was passing the mantle to these characters. Yes. 100%. And that was admitted and too. How does the next generation I deal honestly, with the problem of the last? Yeah. So one, I think we're going to get some Ben Solo action in, in things to come as well because, sure. I don't know, I think they can back up a Brink truck to, to Adam Driver's house. Yes. I think he cares about it more than people think. <laughs> he definitely but, does. Um, I, I think we're in that. Okay, I'm about to get into my other thing about like how I, they should have had Force Ghost Kylo with Luke and Leia, although yeah. I understand why they did it that way. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to get, uh, I don't know, these characters again and – you've got to something I noticed again, I watched just last Friday rise of Skywalker again, probably uh-huh. for my last time. I don't know yet, <laughs> but something that I really, uh, that really solidified itself in my mind is I am absolutely in love with the character of Ray. And I Me think too. that Ray, I think Ray might dethrone just about, I think no. I think she dethrones Qui Gon Jinn as the most Jedi to ever Jedi. Yep, yep. Now she definitely um, does because especially you know the part that really gets me, Scotty. It's subtle, but I love it. It's on Kajimi. Whenever you know they have their first run in with uh, Zori, yeah. and Zori's on the ground, and and Ray has the lightsaber out, but then she the the way she delivers that the way Daisy delivers that line is uh-huh. pure poetic beautifulness. I never thought about the, this. Like um, we really you know. Uh, we could really use your help, please, and yeah. stuff. And she goes, not that you care, but I, li- I think you're okay. Yeah. And the way that Ray delivers this line is what really just is so charming and so amazing and so just Jedi. Yeah. She goes, I care. Damn. It's almost like a Luke, or like, a, just think about, that's like I such a small line, but it, to me, it really hit me so powerfully the last yeah. couple times I watched it. Yeah. That's like so Jedi, and that's yeah. so, that's Ray to a T. Ray is the light side incarnate, just about. Mm-hmm. No, She's a ray she of light. is. Yeah. Ray is, yeah, Ray is the ray of the light side. Mm-hmm. She, like, and I just, I don't know, that exchange is just so pure and so like compassionate. Yes. That is what that's what a Jedi should be like. The yeah, I'm I'm ready to do what I need to do if I have to, to protect my friends, to protect people, to protect the the galaxy. But I, you're not a threat. You're a no. good person, and I I do care that you think well, I'm I'm okay. I I do care. Well, in this and one more, just, oh, so I'm kind of going so on a ray right now, and I know we need to wrap in a second. But <laughs> but Jerry, this. Like you said, this does Rise of Skywalker does more for the character, and I think I said that earlier too. But you got to think like the Force healing thing was like definitely utilized in the Duel of Fate script, but how it was utilized and and and, and really taken advantage of in this Rise of Skywalker one was the the fact that she healed Kylo and healed the Snake, and then in turn he sees that healing as a redemp- like he he understands it. He gives he gives all of himself to her for right. sa- her sacrificing herself. For the better of the universe and the galaxy. So, like, just just the Rise of Skywalker and what Chris Dario and JJ did was so much more thematic and Jedi and Zen and and full of love than I think Colin did with the Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I'm sorry, the Duel of Fates. The Duel of Fates would have been amazingly right. cool visually, and I will admit, I would on hundred percent would have loved to have seen the things that we saw. You know. Yeah, and and instead of the whole you know light speed skipping, although that was cool, but man, it would have been cool to see a star destroyer get you know 
get uh, <laughs> especially get the eclipse, which is I think I think yes. that's like a pull from Legends too. It is. It but is. No, so. um, no, you're hundred percent right, Scotty. Like, um, I don't know the 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 whole. Um, Rise of Skywalker, like Duel of the Fates, that was a, it's a very physical, very like, you know, um, here's a bunch of Star Wars stuff. It's spirit, it's a spiritual and physical movie, but yeah, the Rise of Skywalker, the way it ends, and I feel like the way, the reason why some people have uh, maybe some issues with it is it's less of like a physical victory, especially exactly. for Kylo, and it's more of a spiritual victory. Yep. And if you're not into like, and I'm not trying to like be all like, you know, religious or anything i'm just saying if you have like if you, if you think about like any kind any religion mm-hmm. buddhism whatever mm-hmm. like the goal is like spiritual purity it's all that yes. like most of these things it's like uh, if i achieve spiritual purity i'm going to be able to be a light in this world and yep. and the greatest thing the greatest gift you can give to someone is to give your life for a friend for someone yeah. you love and it, they, I'll say it, man. Kylo and Ray were more than friends. I know JJ has that weird thing about them being brother sister, <laughs> like feeling yeah. like brother and sister. But yeah, there was there was romantic tension there, man. They are the they are the Han and Leia couple of this series, yep. and it's tragic. It is tragic, but it's a bittersweet ending. It's a bittersweet. It's a, and I don't know why I'm monologuing on this, but I just feel the need to say like, no, I like it. Kylo's Kylo's death is not really a death. It's again, it's the victory. It's he's become more powerful than we could possibly imagine. Yes. And yeah, he may not get to go on in a physical, like here I am. We're going to like look at paint swatches together, Ray, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like plan our next Coruscant apartment. Yeah. But they have, like now they have like a spiritual connection and you know that Ray and Kylo are going to have a spiritual connection. I don't believe for a second that Kylo is not the same, like in the same plane as like Luke and Leia. Yep. If Leia made it like, that's the reason Leia gave her life for her son. And she, that was beautiful. And they tied it in where Leia said the end of her Jedi path would end with the death of her son. Yes. That was the end of her Jedi path. And that's why that's so, that's why that's so significant. Yes. And she knew she was like, okay, that was the prediction that happened. And now's the time for it. Yep. Um, and I think I'm believing, Scott, I'm starting to believe that uh, she did kind of force project or use, she died oh, because she was it. able to like get Han I know there to talk that, to him. I think I, it was from, it was from his like memory, I think too, but I think there was a little bit of Leia's force in there, force magic, because she's holding on to Han's medal as she dies. And yeah. I really, it really struck me the other night as I watched it like that. Guys, we love Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. There's so much in there. If you just like give it another chance and like just kind of again, if it's it's not for you, it's not for you because we can all dislike a Star Wars movie. Yes. Um, but there's just I, I don't know. I think it's I don't think you can just hundred percent say that it it's it doesn't mean anything and there's nothing valuable in there because there's uh, there's so much good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, soapbox. Uh, put away. Like I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna slide it back underneath my my washing machine here. Um, it's collapsible. So uh, it's I a shame it. they put me in in the basement again this week. But yeah, no, nah, it's okay. You you it, it it's only a week, and they feed him popcorn. It's better than a closet, though. <laughs> better than the Academy Award winning Adam Driver. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I will say too before we kind of close this episode out and uh, this whole discussion, I Jerry, you what you just said was beautiful because the idea of of where Ray, you know, started and began, I mean, began and ended is 
is such a good journey for anyone to even connect with. And I think, I think Dula Fates would never given her the arc she deserved. And, um, you can yeah, still 100%. like the Dula Fates script. Um, like I said, at the beginning, I particularly didn't like it when I read through it the first time seeing the visuals <laughs> helped me out, but I think how they ended the rise of Skywalker was a much more fitting way for, you know, initially it was a beautiful, the whole sequel trilogy and the whole, the whole yeah. saga now to kind of come back to the place where it all started and, and, and lay to rest these, these two objects of such important interest. And it's also kind of cool to think that there's just two Jedi's out, you know, two, I'm sorry, two lightsabers out there that could be passed down millions of years right. from now. And I think that's something that's it's, really badass. Know, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Ray is not a hundred percent not staying there. I no. mean, I love you guys. I love you all. But yes. where are you? I mean, I don't care that the track is named a new home. home. Yeah, I was just thinking It's for that. the lightsabers. It's yeah. a new home for the yeah. lightsabers, it's all man. It is. All the land is. is destroyed. <laughs> Naboo was Palpatine's home planet. Like what do you want? It's 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 because it's Star Wars and that's like it's important to fan maybe fanboy. I don't know. I'm okay. Oof, salty episode. Salty for me a little bit. I enjoyed no, it. Again, you're you're right, dude. Like, I enjoyed talking about this with you. Like, I really needed to talk about this after I listened to that episode because I had, like, a crisis of faith and conscience, you know? I was like, yeah. do I like this more than Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Then I went again. I went and watched it. I've watched it twice. I've watched Rise of Skywalker twice since I've listened and read about this. And uh, you guys heard me monologue, man. I, I love what we got. And yeah. Uh, again... It's great, great to be alive in this this wonderful like Star Wars mm-hmm. world that we now have a complete saga. Yep, and I, and hopefully we'll get more information on this as as it comes out. And, and uh, you know maybe we might have to revisit this in a year from now. Maybe there'll be some sort of material that does release to where it's like they give them the rights to be able to even make it. I don't know. You never know. You never know. And yeah. And and I think it's a kind of exciting future for Star Wars, but. But what I can tell you is this. I really enjoyed talking to you about this, Jerry. And I kind of worked through my frustrations with this, with both The Rise of Skywalker and this script. So thank you for your time. And thank you for listeners as well. You're, for You're for welcome. Joining. We should do this weekly. Yes, we should. This is really kind of cool. <laughs> we should call it something. We should, you, would you guys like it if we did that? Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll find a, we'll find a name someday. Who knows? We'll think of a name. Um, Scotty but, Jerry um, Star Wars podcast? Yeah, maybe. 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 I like it. Maybe. I like it. <laughs> um, but guys, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. We try to keep it just under an hour this time around. And, you know, we went a little bit over, but this yeah, is, um, <laughs> keep up with us on our, um, Facebook groups. Make sure, um, you know, you are following us on the Twitter. Um, we recently have an Instagram page. We forgot. We, we, yeah, we man, we have an Instagram that. page. I got a, yeah. And I, you know, I know you guys have been enjoying probably, uh, my, uh, Videos of me dancing around my kitchen uh, to yes, follow up boy was and loser. That was um, awesome. So just you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't that. know what happens in this crazy brain of mine, but sometimes things just like you know happen. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's gonna be more. There's gonna be content on there for like you know we're gonna promote a bunch of our stuff on there and and support other people things like that and maybe I, I, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna try to talk Scott. You guys tweet it and think. Tweet at Scott and let him know if you think he should do like a dancing around video. Oh, here we and go. Stuff to some song. Come on, guys. Let's let's challenge it. Scotty. Okay. I'll do it. You let's know, I'll hashtag do it. hashtag Scotty <laughs> Kitchen Dance. Okay. Perfect. Let's see if we can make it happen. I don't know. 
but no, uh, seriously, this is just so much fun coming here and talking about all this stuff. Let us know what you guys think. Totally. About all this stuff. Like, tweet at us. Tweet at the Bombad cast and let us know. Uh, but, but besides all that, um, you can follow me at the cannon junkie, uh, Jerry, the cannon junkie like on Twitter. I always mess it up. That was pretty unusual. I, was, like, I, I know. I always second. like stop and go how exactly? Cause I've changed it a couple times, but I'm Jerry, the cannon junkie on Twitter at the cannon junkie. Uh, you can find us at Bombadcast, just at Bombadcast mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, and on just any other social media, just type up Bombadcast. We're usually like the second result because no one else like has a name like that. Nope. So it's cool. great. Um, but yeah, and then go again, check out our, our awesome new swag. I, mm-hmm. I just, you know, we just dropped that, uh, uh, Palpatine. Uh, I keep wanting to call it Palpatine. The course on air taxi confessions with with Sheev. Yes. Um, so go check that out. Uh, you know, if you guys are enjoying what we're putting out there with that merch and stuff, give us some. Hey, if you got suggestions of something you'd like Please. to see, let us know, man. Hundred percent. Um, but besides all that, Scotty, where can the good people find you, sir? You can find me on the Twitter at the Scott Jero, and you can make sure to get your enamel pins at that little place, uh, Nerd uh, Matters. So make sure you you get your yes, check m- them out. your stuff there. And yeah, no, um, just if you haven't had the opportunity to, and you're a fan of this show, and you've been busy. Whenever you're done with this episode, make sure you get the um, Our Friends and Our Fandom episode in your feed because we are still riding off the high of that. And we're very proud of that episode. And if you want yes. some more, you know, some more positive content in your life, get that. I know this episode was a little uh, a little bit of a um I wouldn't, I wouldn't even call it complaining, I, honestly. It's just working. You work. It's a, It's more of what Joseph Scrimshaw calls it's a therapy a, session. A therapy session. And and it's a it's a kind of working around your thoughts on certain things. So hopefully you got something out of this episode. But uh, anyway, Jerry, what should the wonderful people of this community do right now in this moment, this very moment? Well, uh, right, right now at this very moment, the good people out there should go and check out our merch store, follow all our social medias and all the other good stuff. And you should also, as always, stay Oh, bomb.